When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of The Meta Show. Today is April the 24th. It is Saturday. It is a fireside edition this week. We are joined by our typical fireside crew, Merkel Chen and Anominate, and of course, me and the Matami. So, uh, as you guys may realize, I, I am wearing a Snuggie. Uh, we uh, are preparing, and so we're about to go into a little bit of her floor serious business stuff before we get back with the fireside. Uh, but, you know, we were preparing an economics show. We're going to do it next week. We're going to have a bunch of panelists. It was a lot more work than we thought was going to be going into it. Uh, so, we'll be talking about that a little bit through the show. But if we couldn't do that, we were like, we're going to just do a fireside. I don't know. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll wear a Snuggie if we do a fireside. So, here I am. I'm wearing it's an angry a black smuggy snuggy though, right? It, it is. It is. Of course, my snuggy is black, and uh, <laughs> you know, I've got. Uh, it's actually kind of hard to put the the thingy up on that. So this is like one of the kinds that has a hoodie on it, and uh, it's very efficient. I, I like it. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's go into it. Um, you firesidey thing, Briss. You you get the football first. Why don't you? All don't right. You so first football, we're gonna do our obviously fireside show today. We got a couple things to talk about, guys. A lot of what we're going to talk about is what we feel like talking about, which is going to include a variety of topics. As long as we don't get into anything that involves like airplanes, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> we did that last night on on Merck Stream, and uh, and it, it was a, it was a little crazy. So we're going to avoid the airplane topic tonight. But what I one thing I did want to point out is today is the first weekend of the Anger Games. Anger Games are going to be on running on the EVNT stream. We're waiting for them to get started. Uh, hopefully they get started before the end of this show. If they do, we will go ahead and raid them. But we want you guys to take it on. It's finally we're going to get to see some Alliance tournament type stuff. It's the first big tournament event he's run in a couple of months uh, since the Alliance Open. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, Sothrasil and, and Dirk and the guys are all going to be over there doing that and having a good time. So we hope that you guys will enjoy watching that. Tune in this weekend for that. And then they'll be on as well next week. And then the only other thing I got is we got CSM elections, but we can talk about that later. Um, we've got at least one candidate. Hopefully we have three candidates uh, for the CSM on the show. Hopefully we can tease out for my co-pilots here whether they're running or not, because they haven't made any public statements yet. Tell you we'll what, I may, I may fuck around and get elected. I'm not sure. All right. Okay. All right. Fuck <laughs> around and find out. That's how we're going to do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, if, I get, if I get voted in, I get voted in. That's uh, Okay. We'll that's, see that's how it goes. We're, we're at that. We're at that point of well, if you guys do it, then we'll do it. <laughs> in any event, um, Mittens, there was a couple of random things that happened. There's nothing, nothing too crazy. I know. I'll, I'll take it from you if you want. If you Go want ahead. There, I'd, I'd like to pass All off right. the baton. So you can have the speaking trumpet. Last time we were here, and I was not in a snuggie, and we had guests from CCB on the show. Uh, we had CCB Swift, and we had CCB Rotati. Uh, and I was in uh, Simple Mittens uh, interviewer mute mode, you know, just asking questions and trying to find out some stuff. 
and as a result, I couldn't pay as much of a attention to chat as I would normally do if we were just more casually shooting the shit. Uh, so I kind of wanted to get a chance to hear from people that watched the show last week and watched that interview from now that people have had time to sort of have that percolate through uh, to get an impression uh, from people in chat. Like, what did they how do they feel about that? Was that a situation where they're like the economy is headed in a direct like, you know, it was mostly econ stuff and production stuff and all of that discussion. In addition to the oops, we deleted the asteroid belts and broke all the officer spawns. Whoops. <laughs> situation. So I, I wanted to I wanted to get a chance to, to hear from people. Uh, and yeah, I see some comments about Gobbins' strategy for 1DQ1. We'll, we might briefly touch on some of that. Horde had a town hall a little bit before this. Uh, it happened. It was a, there wasn't really all that much news in that as far as I was concerned. Uh, but one of the things that came out, one of the reasons why we were preparing an economic show for next week, and so what you guys can expect when I'm, I'm not in a, a Snuggie, uh, is uh, Angry Mustache, I'm sure some of you guys have seen this already, it popped up on Reddit a couple days back, uh, did an analysis of CCP's uh, Consumer Price Index, right, the CPI. And uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, once some digging was done in this, it was uncovered that the it appears, and I could be wrong, and we're going to get some people who actually know their way around finance on the show to, to tell us what's actually going on. Uh, it appears that uh, whatever index, that's, whatever system that CCP is using to balance the economy is about as accurate in terms of indexing as when they ran some metrics on the CSM and determined that almost all their null-sec CSMs actually counted as high-sec CSMs, right? Like there was, uh, there are concerns now when you combine the, the show last week with what Angry found with the CPI, right? So for example, Plex simply shouldn't be in a CPI, right? It's, it's an external indicator that's not really part, like, you know, it, it, it has, value, but it's not really part of the CPI. And the, the bias in that data was resulting in people, their lived experience playing the game is shit's getting way more expensive. There is a supply crunch. Things are really kind of weird and fucked up. But if you look at CCP's metrics, it's just, you know, oh, hey, well, because the Plex is in there sort of floating that. Um, so we're, I'm, I'm a little worried about that. Um, I, I'm worried about it because uh, it is always a bad sign when people are tinkering with the EVE economy. And if it turns out that their fundamental baseline metrics that they're using to determine the stuff, uh, you know, from a from an Imperium perspective, it's kind of weird. And, you know, I, I've not really been sure whether I should take this to the skies and talk about this or not. Uh, but one of the fucked up things here is like, let's, you know, we haven't really settled on how much a Titan's going to cost. Right, like we don't necessarily know how much a Titan is going to cost in the the whatever speculative thing that CCB is is suggesting they're going to do, uh, but we can run numbers uh, when something turns up on the test server or on Hobo leaks. Our finance people, who are the ones that like solved the Eve economy, like for the last four years, I, I don't know shit about this stuff. Right, I'm a, I'm a spy guy, I'm a metagame guy, I'm a demagogue. I get up here in a black thingy and I herf blurfs and whatever. That's my role in this sort of wrestling game that we're playing. Um, but the finance guys unquestionably solved the EVE economy, right? When I say the finance guys, I'm referring to the Imperium finance crew and specifically the guys in Goonsform who are like super, super hardcore. But, you know, we all share our secrets with each other because we're a collective, as it were. Uh, the Imperium finance crew solved the economy. And looking at some of the numbers that they were looking at uh, to sort of speculatively to price out on the back of a napkin, what was the fucking Titans going to look at? For a little bit earlier this week, uh, our math said that CCP had Titans at like 700 billion ISK. And one of the reasons why they had it is because they hadn't accounted for production jobs. 
uh, or the production cost or some sort of shit that I don't understand here, some sort of extra external cost that wouldn't turn up on the loss mail, but would go into the process like indexes. I don't need to know this. We're going to have experts on the show next week. But then it seems like they kind of realized that something was fucked up and then they went it down to 350 billion. If a well, Titan Mark is going to cost 350 billion is to produce at the end of this shit, it's just like, what is I, I'm worried between that and the 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 and you know from an Imperium perspective we've got the most Titans so we if they're going to cost 350 billion is to produce we can just keep the things parked until the war is over if the bad guys are not going to use Titans to attack our Titans which I prefer they would I would like to have Titan fights right but if they're going oh shit Titans are going to cost 350 billion we're going to park ours which is sort of what Gobbins seems to have just said on their town hall that they're not going to bring supers into one to key one they're going to go full coward mode which is not really a huge surprise. And also at this point, I can't even really say I blame them because if we don't know moving target wise, how much is a fucking Titan going to cost at the end of this thing? Uh, and it doesn't seem like CCB has any idea. Like, I, I'm just worried, right? It's just, it's, it's a lot between that and the CPI thing that Angry posted. It's like, ooh, ooh, well, this is what's, the problem. what's this, going on there? This is, this is the problem, okay? Nobody has any idea because nobody knows where the market's going to end up. We don't know what else they're going to do. And the, the point about the production costs is 100% valid. We were looking at this, and essentially the way that production works to start a job, the cost to start the job is indexed to the cost of all the items in there. So the more the, the more the, the more the items cost, the more the job costs. So when they first when the, when the when the changes first rolled out, and you had all of these really expensive capital parts that hadn't really got a market yet. The job start costs were insane, like fifty billion to start production on one part of a capital, and that just that's just the nature of what happens when they add stuff that's not indexed, that's not in the market yet, and it takes a while for it to shake out. But even doing the backside back of the you know napkin math, where we expect that these numbers are going to end up in a couple of months, absent some kind of changes, yeah, everything is going to cost double from the battleships on up. Below that, it'll be fine, but above that, it'll it'll be it'll be pretty crazy, and we're not we don't know we don't know how this is going to turn out. It's the lack of rioting that concerns me, and I'm not sure whether it's because the the changes themselves are so obscure. I, I think that people just don't realize what CCB is doing. We don't realize we're trying to figure it out ourselves as these things go. Um, but you know, it, it's a it is concerning because one of the things that we discovered in the blackout. And one of the things that we discovered before the blackout during some of the CSM drama is that CCB will rely upon metrics and then will turn out, lo and behold, that the metrics that they were relying upon for something that they totally had confidence in turned out to be horseshit, right? Oh, we ran an analysis on player demographics and we figured out this is a classic. So if you're if you're if you haven't heard of this one before, this happened just a couple of years ago. CCB was talking about their demographics and saying who's a high sec player, who's a null sec player. The CSM was asking about this. This is all in the minutes. Uh, from I don't I don't remember which CSM it was, maybe a couple of years ago. Mark and Nam, were you guys were there for the uh, last year? So they ran their scripts to see which players were what, as far as their metrics were concerned, instead of high sec players, null sec players, low sec players. And it, it turned up that uh, the null sec CSMs, according to the CSM, uh, according to CCP's uh, metrics, uh, counted as high sec players. And the, they were uh, all null sec people, very much null sec. The dangerous people. thing about data is that databases don't speak English. So you have to translate the English question into something the database understands. And it's, it's a lot like uh, you know, translating between natural languages. A lot of the times when you try and translate something to another language, like you can't, it's just untranslatable. So you have to um, 
you have to change it to something that makes sense in the other language. Yeah. And you run into that a lot when you're dealing with databases, where the question you're actually asking is not quite the English question that you're asking. And it's important to sort of back translate that to realize what it is you're actually um, looking up. Yeah, there are a lot of layers of irony here. Some comments from chat. Uh, sorry, guys, I asked for reactions in chat, and then I haven't right. actually gone back to them. But I have a, a reaction if you guys want to see it. Sure. Is this it? is my favorite reaction to last week's show. This is from a gentleman who I believe is in our coalition. This is what he had to say about the show. He said, So, Brisk, are you running against Oz and Matarolo or who would get to be Ratati's lover, partner in crime, and head propagandist? Maybe we should hold a YouTube event where you guys can fight to the death and the winner gets to kiss Ratati's ass all day long. Oh, God. Apparently, we didn't ask the hard questions last week. My request to you guys is, what did we not ask last week that we should have asked? Because I felt like we did a pretty good job of trying to, you know, pin the, uh, pin the cloud down. Uh, but it was, it was not, it was pretty clear to us that, you know, based I'm on the go, questions I'm, that yeah. we asked and everything, we I, thought I, he was I'm doing sorry, his best dude, not to say yeah. If CCB comes on the, on the show, I'm not going to try to ram a spike up their ass on live TV, right? Like getting the, these guys on the meta show in the first place was something that I was surprised and pleased to have. I asked a bunch of questions. I did not try to own anybody during the interview. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those situations where it's a cross-examination, right? And if people are mad that we weren't mean to CCP on the interview, uh why don't you tune into next week's show when we'll have a panel of economic experts tell us exactly why we should be mad at CCP and for what with data to back it up. Um, a couple other comments here. Uh, this relates to like the scarcity thing and the length of it. I was asking this in the Illuminati meeting earlier is when did this shit actually start? Because we talk about ending scarcity, this, that, the other thing. Time has been a blur because 2020 plague, hey, it's 2021 now, I guess. It all feels like it's still 2020. Um, but if you count all the way back to drifters and blackout, you're looking at somewhere between June and September of 2019. And one of the comments I see here in chat is that one of the reasons why you're seeing people, uh, you know, people aren't angry. This was one of the comments uh, in scroll back. One of the reasons why people aren't like rioting about stuff is in many cases, they're quietly unsubbing, right? They're, they're just waiting the environment of rate. And so this is, it's a regulatory risk thing, right? And this has nothing to do with the war, right? Uh, in fact, in many ways, the fact that the scarcity thing has happened has enabled the Imperium to succeed because nobody in EVE can make money. So the fact that we had the biggest stack of poker chips at the start of this fucking thing meant that we had an inherent advantage, especially now the Titans are going to cost so much more. So cool, whatever. But like June or September of 2019, and that, that, that's what really kind of got to me. It's like, we've been busy with the war. Or I say we, I mean, if you're watching the meta show, if you're part of like the NullSec political game, even if you are invested, maybe you're not a leader, but maybe, you know, you watch these Twitch streams, you want to hurt blurfs about war, you're engaged in the NullSec thing. While CCP has been doing the NullSec scarcity shit since, fuck, July or June or the blackout and then the drifters and then nerfs to ore and blah, blah, blah. All of that has kind of been aimed at NullSec. You could even say a lot of that has been aimed at the Imperium if you wanted to be conspiratorial. Uh, but it has mainly been NullSec focused. And the only other thing that's really been out there that's not NullSec focused, hey, we moved some Isogen to LowSec, is the Triglavian shit, which then just got sucked off into Pockvin and forgotten about by 98% of the player base. So like, while we've been, we in NullSec and on these NullSec talk shows are like, scarcity this, scarcity that, how does it impact the world? It, it kind of coming up for air, looking around and going, 
what has the rest of the game actually gotten during the scarcity period? Because it really does kind of seem like there's the trig stuff. So, I mean, hey, in chat, was there anything else that's cool that was added uh, in... Uh, did Midden's OD on the Adderall before the show? I'm in a fucking Snuggie, dude. If I want to scratch my balls and drink... I am drinking green tea, which should hopefully result in me being awake. Uh, that is one of the advantages of wearing a Snuggie is I can literally just scratch my balls here and nobody has any idea whether I'm joking or serious. Uh <laughs> formations yeah we got formations ess we got the the trig stuff and I, one of the things about the trig stuff that's so ridiculous is that it pissed off all the role players like the target market for the trig stuff were the guys who joined EdenCon. like the dudes who were really invested in, in the role-playing empire faction warfare stuff they were the EdenCon guys they were set up from the beginning to fail nothing that they did really mattered and it all got sucked off into pockfin so like where did uh, basically what the fuck has anybody gotten since june i got the red uh, dot fixed that's what i got that's right you, you got rid of something that was ugly and awkward and annoyed us which means that you're a fucking hero but we're you know can, can we get some stuff that's you know not ugly awkward and annoying like jesus christ that's the hard anyway i would give them i've heard my blurbs I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking you know scratch my balls and drink some tea here <laughs> i would give them a little bit of a break on the uh the eden com versus triglavian thing um because that's sort of a large scale um, in-game story arc it's not it's something that ccp is new to they've never really done that before and yeah they kind of i think they screwed it up a little bit because it's clear that the company was on the side of the triglavians like that's where they were throwing the content that's where they were throwing the skins um, the marketing material, all triglavian focused. Mm -hmm. um, go to the go to the um, like the Eve store, and there's a whole bunch of triglavian stuff. There's no Edencom stuff. Mark, so you seem I think really that, angry. I think that's something that they'll do this. better next time. Are you angry, Mark? You have an angry scowl on your face. You look mad. Are you kids almost done with your fucking math homework? Can we go outside <laughs> soon, for fuck's sake? I can't take too much more of this shit. Nam, I never pictured you as a fucking Sun Tzu guy, but that databases don't speak English bullshit clearly was in the art of war. Um, <laughs> look, I, you've just spent 30 minutes talking about what hasn't happened. That's unfucking believable Is this really what we've been reduced to? today like we're at the end of a war that's been going on a war of erasure for over a year now and we were just told no bullshit straight face looking in your eyes during a town hall if you're expecting a big fight you're going to be disappointed is that how this whole fucking thing ends are you kidding me what was the goddamn point of this bullshit if what you wanted to do was prove to the Imperium that the entire game could gang up on them for a fucking year? We kind of knew that already. And they would bend and never break. You've officially set us up for the next 15 years of success because we know all we got to do is stick our head under the ground for a minute, ride this bullshit out, and we're going to just march along and continue. That is it. I, I'm just stunned. I'm sorry. I listened to that. It ruined my fucking day. I started thinking this. Is, I, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to interrupt I, that with my no, cackle, no, no, but listen, it's true. We're never going to stop the, you when you're ranting. You do thing. It. Yeah, it was, it was, I, I didn't listen to it. Uh, I had people listen to it for me and I read their reports and it was just like, they're seriously, they got also like, can we just say here 560 people on a fireside you call that a fucking town hall like that's uh you know <laughs> that's cute uh but you know whatever uh 
Yeah, well, to it's be fair, they only have twenty thousand people in their alliance. I mean, well, they're they're you know they're they're saying that uh, this is this is the impact of the Titans thing and everything else that CCP is doing, right? Pappy has to storm one to Q one, right? They've got to fucking attack one to Q one, or they have to look like bitches for eternity, and they are going to look like bitches for eternity because they've behaved like bitches for almost a year now and uh, brace yourselves i've been watching some uh, gundam i've never gotten into gundams and uh, i started watching gundam the origin and so we're getting to the point here where we can where we can make one year war references uh but unlike that extremely nerdy thing uh, our boss oh, is an anime enthusiast apparently uh, no 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 anime is cartoons delve is goons that is that gundams separate category that i'm just making um but yeah man it's super fucked up to be like we were waiting for this gobbins town hall and like i we before the show i was like you know we're looking at this and it's like should this even be our top story so i'm, I'm gonna just sort of slide through this so everybody can suffer and be bored uh if you're quote if you're expecting a massive fight then i think you will be disappointed unquote that's we'll have the, another that's town hall thing. That's, that's so start, inspiring that's the that quote. Sun Tzu too. how do you start a how do you start a town hall on that kind of a downer like guys all this the thing that you've been waiting for this big giant fight to take out one dq yeah it's not gonna happen the, the embarrassing thing about this war is that for all of the success that pappy has had and like this for this war this has been an unmitigated success for them and it has been bad for us and this is objective truth and but somehow They've managed to create a situation where if they can't take our last system, they still wind up looking like bitches. Like, how badly do you have to screw up your own narrative to get in that kind of a position? I, I mean, that, but that's, that's the, that is the, the thing that I have to laugh the most about. I mean, beyond anything else, we get, we get accused constantly of caring more about the narrative than about the game or caring more about the narrative than our space, or whatever like that. But the reality is the narrative and all of the rest of that stuff is about morale. It's about keeping your guys' morale up because if they want to keep doing this, they're going to keep playing it. We're going to get to this little while. Activity numbers across every group in the game are down right now because this war has been going on for a year and it is the most boring fucking thing I think most of us have ever been through. There have We get more excitement on a drunk roam on a Friday night where maybe Merkelchen gets blown up by a gate camp because he forgot his interceptor wasn't fucking uh, insta-war. That's more exciting than the last two weeks of what's been going on in Delft. Okay, here we go. This is, it gets worse. Final assault on the 1DQ on Keevstar. I doubt there will be supers dropped, especially as we know server conditions cannot be relied upon. And you know, one of the things about this is you could read it as these guys are pussies, right? That these guys are cowards. But the other aspect of it is in addition to the strategic overreach of T5ZI, uh, which, I mean, who knows? Maybe 1DQ1 is going to get completely rolled and everything else I've said will be wrong, but uh, I think T5CI is an overreach. I've always said that. I still believe that. Uh, that having those nodes being right next to each other is, you know, just just mechanically speaking, you can kind of see them sort of like le like laying the breadcrumbs for shadowing wise for saying, well, we wanted to do this, but you know, fuck CCP, right? That is a very critical point, and I think if you guys if you guys did not hear the town hall, if you don't have notes like mittens, if you're cribbing them off of Reddit like I am, because I don't have any spies, and I'm not paying anybody for a ping relay. So I'm going off of what we're we're seeing on, uh, that's public that everybody else has. The one thing 
that you see multiple times over and over and over again in the town hall today and in the overall, you know, pappy discussions about the war is they understand the servers better than anybody. They still fucked up M2, but they understand all the stuff better than everybody. And they're concerned about node deaths. They're concerned about server stability. They're concerned that we're never going to be able to do a, a super fight in 1DQ because goons just have too many numbers. The servers can't handle it. They can't do this. They can't do that. 103 blue alliances, motherfucker. What do you think was going to happen? But that's the, And that's the thing. And in the end, this entire war started, in my opinion, because Pappy, like everybody else in this game, loves to do the thing that they claim, people claim is impossible. And it had gotten to the point where everybody looking from the outside, looking in, said there's no way anybody's ever going to be able to take Dell. When the reality is, everybody in, in the Imperium knew it was completely possible to do that because it happened to us before. What you do to beat a group that's really big, that has a lot of stuff, is you get everybody else that doesn't like them together, and if there are more of those people than, than the bad guys, or the good guys in this case, you're going to have a good chance of winning. And that's what they did. So they blew two-thirds of the game. And I want to show you guys this, because this, I think this is pretty important. I want you to look at the Sov map right now, okay? This is the daily Sov map. This is the, this is the Sov map in the game as it stands right now, okay? Look at this. From here to here, all the way around, this is all controlled by Pappy and their friends. All of it. But goons That's want what to turn took. the server into Serenity. That's Meanwhile... Serenity yeah. doesn't even look like that. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at fucking <laughs> Serenity. This is Serenity. You want to see Serenity? It doesn't look like this. There's less... Let me clear off the my stuff here. Look at this. There's more solid different groups in this in Serenity than there is right now here. PIBC is the, is the big group that was supposed to be supposedly the big blue donut. They don't own everything all now. It's like, guys, I mean, we know how you're, we, we, we can tell what you guys were going to do to, to win the war from the, from the beginning. You get more people. That's your only strategy. Your only strategy has ever been more people. And now but this time they you, don't have their dark money. So now they're worried about their wallets and they don't want to risk their big toys because they can lose them because they exactly do that right. every time they have a real fight. We murder them. They lose their Titans consistently like if you look at the galactic record for super capital fights the imperium generally speaking is the one that wins it right like we do have like operation inho didn't work we lost some titans there i'm not going to say we're always going to win all of the titan fights but we've got a pretty good fucking track record going back the last however long uh and now with all this they are trying to mitigate the risk they don't have the infinite casino money exactly. scarcity is more scarcity is coming down the pike and lo and behold these guys don't want to risk any of their titans because they're hoping that we will magically go away that we will simply i don't know quit the game or something or other which incidentally isn't very um just throwing this out here guys because i do check the temperature of how mad the puppies are you know i, I go to our eve and i look through the comments uh and generally speaking when i see people screeching about the wizard hat i know that the puppies are fussed, right? I know that it's going well. And the more that they talk about how they hate me or how awful of a human being I am or how they really want to get rid of the Matani and then it'll be okay, 
that is profoundly motivating. That is one of the things that really inspires me to get up in the morning and make sure that everything that they know and love is taken away from them in the video game of EVE Online. And if what they really want is acknowledgement or some kind of validation from us, that just inspires me to make sure that they never, ever get it. So for example, if you are looking at all of this and you're going, gosh, I'm sick of hearing about the casino war, then I just talk about it more. It's the same kind of thing. And that's what we're seeing here is these guys are just like, fuck, they just don't get it. But anyway, it's annoying. I'm glad I'm glad that they are angry and unsatisfied. I'm glad that they hate being called a bunch of blue donuts, serenity loving cowards. Uh, I'm glad about all of that because I know that they have uh, they'll never be able to get what they really want from us, which is an acknowledgement or validation of anything that they have attempted to do in this last year. Uh, <laughs> and when it comes down to it, the fundamental thing is their whole strategy, this entire war has been numbers. It's all been numbers. Everything's about numbers. We're going to bring bigger numbers. We're going to have more people. That's how we're going to beat it. If you're they, expecting a massive fight, then I think you will be disappointed. But they're Fuck, finally dude. getting to the they're <laughs> finally getting down to the final stage of the war where this is the make or break time. Because this is like baseball. You're winning till you're not. Weak. And the one time that they can't use numbers is now. And the result is we're hearing nothing. We're not seeing anything. This entire horde town hall, the tone, the tenor of everything that I saw coming out of this is they have no idea how they're going to break 1DQ. They're talking about harassment campaigns and dropping Asbel. Have they seen? I mean, I, I th it makes me think Gobbins has never been in 1DQ. Have you not seen that grid? Do you not know what you're going to have to do when you get there? Come on, guy. Yeah. Just, well, I, I hope they try. I, I hope they try. Like, it would be nice because, like, one of the things that's been happening for me, like, I didn't take any breaks. Oh, war-wise, I, I didn't have any real time off since the start of the war until after the end of M2. So it wasn't really until, like, what, uh, was it? Where was it in February? Time's a fucking blur. Anyway, when M2 ended, finally, then I shortly thereafter, I managed to get my vaccine shot, the first one a few weeks ago. And in March, we started doing like, I was like, okay, well, uh, things are relatively quiet now. Things are doing their thing. I need to spend some time on myself. So I spent like 25 grand on upgrades for my house. I bought a massage chair. I bought some theater seats. I bought a whole bunch of toys. We've been lots of, lots of fun, things like that. And then to sort of come up for air and go like, okay, guys, I've, I had my little break. We got, we got all these cool, fancy toys. I have Snuggies now, which I'm very excited about. Oh, okay, so Gobbins is giving a town hall talking about how they're not going to bring supers into 1DQ1 and starting it off with, if you are expecting a massive fight, then I think you will be disappointed. That sums up piss pee perfectly. All of them, right? I mean, you spend almost a year doing this, and when it comes time to fuck or walk, you say that just to warn everybody in advance that they're going to go with the littlest dick bitch, low-risk way of trying to end the longest war in the history of EVE. It is perfectly on brand for a bunch of little dick bitches, right? I, I, well, I, that's the thing. I think we it were fits. all waiting. It's consistent. For almost a year, they have been consistently eager to be little dick bitches. And every time they actually get in a real fight, we cut that thing off. Mark, do you want to think this is why the war is going to end is with this whimper? What kind who, of a whimper. Who can forget when Leonidas turned to the Spartans and said, <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> if you're expecting a big fight, you're going to be disappointed. I mean, <laughs> you want to turn a man into a mountain. That is, that's exactly music to my ears. <laughs> um, here's how I look at it, right? 
as a nominate said, it is only fair to say we did not want to lose our space. We did not want to lose all those keep stars. We did, right? Check the box. The box is checked. You've done that. Um, and, and obviously, with the numbers you had, I'm really not going to uh, fluff you too much on that one because it's, it's impressive, but it's not that impressive when you get the entire game to form a union. Um, a union of the kids who called the cops on fucking cool <laughs> high school parties, right? Like, we, you heard that the cheerleader that you were after was coming to our party and you knew you better not show your fucking face at that party. It's not safe for you. What do you do? You call the cops, right? Cause if, if you can't go, nobody can. Um, that's the situation that we're in. I want to give these guys an out, right? You want to just say, boy, let's all pretend you didn't say the litany of stupid shit along the way that you did about, you know, we're going to exterminate goons and all that stuff. We'll let it fly, right? We, we can let it all come to pass. So how do you get out of this? At what point? I mean, are, you, are they just going to flop into 1DQ a couple times all flaccid and, and just like, well, we got to give it a go, right? We said we'd go after him. We might as well do it. There's nothing else going on. What, that's it. That's how this is all going to end is with a whimper and a couple of half-ass attempts at the most fortified system in EVE Online. Our people have just taken the last 90 days off. We've got Smasher in fucking cryo sleep out back, ready to go, baby. Come to 1DQ. He'll be there. He's ready for you. Um, I, and, and you guys have just been doing this endless structure grind. Get the Lashaks out. Let's go burn down Athenor number 375 this week. We're all kind of ready. We're rested. We're just eager to get through the foreplay into what comes next. And I don't know how it, it can what happens, right? I mean, all we're talking about, we, we just got, got done with 30 minutes of math homework about how the surfer is going to catch on fucking fire. What what's going to happen now? You know, where do we go from here, gentlemen? I, I, well, I, I mean, you know, if they win, if they succeed in burning down one DQ one, then we're free to go immediately revenge rampage, right? Like this is the other thing. It's like, okay, well, if they win, then this is over. One DQ one burns, and then we pick ourselves up and we move to the group that we want to murder first, and then we stage right by them, right? Either that, or they try and what was most likely is going to happen because. Knowing we're going into the defense of 1DQ1 with, if you're expecting a massive fight, then I think you will be disappointed. We're not going to be bringing uh, supers in, you know, blah, 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 nodes, whining, just all this shit from the, the Horde Town Hall that I thought was going to be sort of significant. Like, I, I don't think they're going to do it. But if they did do it, then, okay, great. You finally bring it to a conclusion and, you know, put something on the field and then we get to play our cards, right? Then we get to go see what Goonswarm and the Imperium is going to do next. Uh, but what I think is going to happen is these people are going to come into 1DQ1. We're going to kick their fucking asses. They're going to cry about it and blame CCP like a bunch of little bitches because that's all they ever do when we kick their asses is they whine. Oh, Matani man, bad. Oh, I wish the Matani, he's so toxic because he doesn't take me seriously. That's right. I don't take you seriously. I don't take puppies seriously because you do shit like this. And then you cry like bitches when you are called out for the very things that you are responsible for. Anyway, it's fuck them. Fault. 
for uh, it's Goon's fault for bringing enough people to crash the node when we're outnumbered. They had to blew 103 alliances because Goon's were turning things into Serenity because we're not going to use any real fights to try to go after 1DQ1, but we're totally, I, I don't even know what the fuck these people tell themselves. I mean, I read it, but I don't understand it. Like, <laughs> no, uh, you want to know what they you want to tell themselves? We killed oh, another structure God. today. We're really hurting these guys. It's it. This is how we're going to well, win the I mean, war. Back when, a, back when a keep star cost three titans, that would be a little bit different. But now that we're looking at, uh, that's the like other thing about this. That's a, so dumb. Like, what now, the maybe fuck? For a yeah, yeah. Well, we're. I mean, if a if a fucking keep star, you know, if if CCP can't figure out where they want the, you know, oh, Merkelton's going to tune out here because we're we're back to talking about math and spreadsheets. But what really matters, like the big CPI indicator for strategic might, is how many nukes you got. And in Eve, that's how many Titans you got. How fast can you build them? What can you do with them? They're the strategic forces. So, uh, you know, that price indicator matters, even in my world. Well, I think there's an, I think there's a problem going on here, which is Pappy is fighting a war of several years ago. They're not fighting a war in the Citadel era. Well, so, you know, imagine they get what they want. They completely wipe out 1DQ. Goons don't have any keep stars anywhere. Um, all of our super capitals, which are now worth literally 10 times what some of us paid for so them. ridiculous. I don't even know if I should complain about safely that. Safely to low sec where we can park them in complete safety as long as we need to. And from there, we can go on whatever revenge campaign we want. They're like, Nobody on in Goon Swarm is like facing any serious risk of a major loss here. Like our worst case scenario is that we get teleported to low sec and move somewhere else. Like that's the worst case scenario. How the hell is he going to motivate people to attack one DQ one? If he's starting with, if you're expecting a massive fight, then I think you'll be disappointed. Like when I it, imagine if I gave a state of the Goonian to rile people up and my my first response saying everybody get everybody together this is very important you're going to be disappointed things are going to be awful it's going to be like wow wow i mean and that's a great segue whatever, into what i wanted to talk about next because it merc and nom well merc you're not gonna like it nom is gonna love it this may like it i got graphs and shit okay? okay let's see it we got graphs and shit so they need they absolutely need to raise their morale and get people excited because activity levels across every war participant over the last couple of weeks have been in the toilet compared to other points of the war. All right. The fact is there's not a whole hell of a lot going on and trying to get people to log in for structure bashes. Yeah. Everybody's getting their keep star kills, but they're not getting the numbers that they got at the beginning. And I'm going to walk you through it. Cause uh, we had a new great post this morning from Nor Nor uh, Norman, Norman, our, our Norman, uh, uh, from Init, who is great at doing all this stuff and has, has, has put these numbers together. So let me show you first of all. So this is the graph of all the PvP activity in all of EVE since the start of 2020. Now, right here, this is April. That is the start of COVID. That's the lockdown in April. We saw a little bump up here right before the war started. Then boom, World War B starts here, okay? The numbers go down, and then we hit the FWST, and they go back up. And then they go really down because we got into this boring part that they were doing the last time with these super safe Keepstar kills. And then, boom, M2, the numbers jack back up. We get a little bit of a boop here. I think that was the first time that they tried to come into 1DQ after uh, the breakout. And then now the numbers are back. They're tanking again. 
because it's so goddamn boring. That's a, that's a what these guys are doing. That's kind of a sharp decline there at the end there. Like you see exactly. the, the very it's, last it's, data it's headed down. There, it's like headed down last... to pre-war levels. It is below the start. Like this the, is the lowest the it's been is, since yeah. like it's January twelfth. Like it or not, everybody on every side of the war knows that the war the the next step is one DQ. That's it. Like exactly. nothing outside of one DQ matters at this point, and it's just a matter of. Pappy needs to get their shit together and either well, shit or get off the pot. All right. So the next slide I got here, this is this is the the PvP numbers since the start of the war with all well since the beginning of the year, since the beginning of 2020, all through up till today. All right. So what you got here is you see, this is peacetime. This is all peacetime. It's pretty normal. Just everybody's people are out fighting and doing their thing. The war starts, big spike. The purple line here is goons. The blue line is pandemic horde. Orange is test. Brave is the little Goldilocks. Uh, the green here is in it and, uh, and initiative mercenaries. And then the blue is NC dot. They go back and forth. And it's kind of kind of sliding down a little bit. We kind of ended our, our, our major deployment here right now. We are resting. Uh, so there's nothing going on down here. You can see the numbers go up and down. Our numbers peak at FWC the first time, and so do theirs. And then M2, our numbers go off the charts, their numbers peak, and then their numbers dropped while our numbers stayed high. Now everybody's numbers are trending down again because there's nothing happening. It's boring as shit. I w I'm waiting for the next massive fight, so I'm, I guess if I'm expecting a massive fight, I think I'll be disappointed. You're gonna be disappointed. But, uh... So if you look, so that that is, that's that's the broken out alliance side. If you wanna look at it from the whole, um, from the coalition side rather than, and it, this is Imperium and then the other, the other major coalitions, here's the same thing. Not a lot different on it, but you can see Imperium numbers are pretty solid, but the Pappy numbers and the legacy numbers are, are here. Winter numbers, honestly, they're back to pre-war levels. They, they don't give a shit. They don't even, they're not, I mean, winter fraternity and the rest of winter coalition are acting like the war isn't even happening. They're not, their numbers are so crap. So obviously, you know, it seems to us it's pretty clear what these guys are doing. They are out, out, up in Vale, and they're crabbing. Uh, I mean, like Titans crazy. cost more than Keepstars now. At least that's what it right. looks like. They so they're making, they're the making their bank. The strategic dynamic of the war, right? Like that's that that is probably one of the fun, most fundamental like background factors in this is the the risk uh, versus reward of offense and the cost incurred by both sides. Defenders have a big advantage in terms of force multiplier effects. Uh, it's usually cheaper to be on D. Uh, and we, our strategy from the beginning of the war, which going back since July or whatever, of last year was kill the Titans, 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 and every opportunity, kill the Titans. And Pappy's version has been avoid Titan fights. Oh, wait, we fucked up. Oops, we got our tiny little dicks cut off and humiliated in front of the entire gaming world. And now back to just pure coward jammer stuff. And now in the mix of this, suddenly it looks like Titan prices are going to the fucking moon. And we don't know where that moon is. Maybe it's our moon. Maybe it's a moon in fucking Jupiter because CCP has, they're doing CCP stuff. And that regulatory risk is, I think, you know, I, I could shit on Pappy. I can shit on whatever Gobbins just said here. But realistically speaking, if you're wondering what CCP is going to do next and you don't know what the price of a Titan is going to be, do you really want to shove those into the garbage disposal, which is 1DQ1? Because if they try to bring their Titans and their Supers in there, that is what we are 
waiting for, hoping for. I don't think they'll do it, but if they do, holy fuck, that's the dream. That's the fucking dream, which is why I guess he's saying you're going to be disappointed. Um, also, the dog, can you guys, I, hopefully you can't hear the dog. Oh, yeah, we can hear him. <laughs> I thought this was a professional stream, and honestly, that makes me think of one other thing. Brisk, if you cover my face up with another fucking graph, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, I don't noticed, start with me. I my face was half covered are, up, too. You are safely on the periphery over there in, in the, the gated neighborhood. On Why do you think I do that? Show. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I, uh, uh -huh. I, I, it's kind of hard. There, there's sort of two realities here, right? If it, put yourself in the shoes of a pappy person, if you will, for a moment, um, once you've wiped the drool off your chin, I want you to think about what you've been doing for the last year and how you have blown up a lot of the things you said you were going to blow up. You rolled a lot of the space that you said you were going to roll. We've been talking shit about you all the while. Um, and, and you just kind of put your head down and, and got the job done. Right. You, you, you are looking at your campaign to date as extremely successful. And I would tend to agree with you because I, as, as an alliance and a corp leader, you blew up a bunch of shit that, that we paid for, right? That's not good for us. Um, but on the other hand, now you, you try to do that the other way around. The entire game attacked your coalition, the Imperium. You have survived this long, uh, a war that... In the early days, when they saw the 150,000 people starting to descend from every direction onto our regions, and they were going to news outlets with such bravado, you know, about, boy, this one's, woo, it's over. This is for a the war goonies. of annihilation. We're get, yeah, we're going to get rid of these dicks, right? So think about how we feel at this point. None of that happened. Our coalition has held together remarkably well. There are little hiccups along the way. This happens to every group. All of the major corporations within GSF are still there. Corporations like mine are not noticing any difference in login numbers, things like that. How can you then, as a person on the other side of this conflict, not look over the battlefield with some measure of respect at what your adversary has done to date? I, I am acknowledging your successes. I wish you guys would do a little bit better job of acknowledging ours. So while you're sitting there talking shit about why aren't y'all coming after the, why aren't you defending this Athenor? Because we are so eager to get to the end of this fucking war. And if what you need to do is blow up all those little structures, the only reason we are going to come out to them is to help blow them up with you faster because we're tired of this. They clearly need help. Like they, 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 they need some encouragement. I, I don't know why they're so insecure about maybe attacking you know uh various inadequacies but maybe we could hold their hand in some way that they need maybe a life coach or or something to to get this thing to some kind of a conclusion because yikes it's like just just go up and talk to her just go up and just go up and hit on the just get up there and see what happens she and if says you strike no. out and if she says no and it doesn't work then you can move on with your life but just stop sitting there like a fucking coward on the walls and make a fucking move right and don't 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 start with hey baby if you're expecting a massive fight you'll be disappointed yeah, yeah. uh i i just if the, the thing that, that sort of gets me now and where we've arrived at oh in God. the conflict is, you know, they're just like, well, you cowards are just kind of hiding there in 1DQ. 
true, right? Like true, we are just sitting in 1DQ because we know all roads leave there and that's where this thing ends. So we are just sitting there waiting for it to happen for better or worse. I've talked to my people, I've set their expectations. I don't think we're going to lose it, but if we do, we're going to be okay, kids, right? We got insurance. So I, I just, it's, it's really easy to be like, you know, we've got 800 people in hack fleets. The goons have 175 jackdaws. Why won't those pussies come fight us? Like, really, dude, you ever sat on the other side of that one? Is that what you would do? Because that's an awesome way to get the lights shut off very prematurely. And you happen to be talking to the masters of fucking survival. We do not need your advice here. We've proven it to date, right? We can survive <laughs> forever. And you know what's crazy? When you get a little bit froggy and you lean a little too far over your skis, we'll make you fucking pay for it. That's the beauty of this thing. We can turn it on, boom, just like that. We've done it before. You saw it in M2, you may see it again, you know? So it's there just needs to be sort of a little bit more understanding. I think it would be helpful as I am the consensus factory for both groups to kind of consider for a moment what the other groups have done to date because it is, you know, in its entirety and its totality, pretty impressive it's been a, a hell of a war it's ending on a snoozer but it's it, it was pretty wild you know the amount of I destruction mean, uh, over i the think last all year. anybody's going to remember if they go the gobbins route and, and you know we've we've made conciliatory noise, noises on the meta show before like many months ago i even said that if horde wanted a gold star for glassing so many structures we'd give it to them but they're not interested in that they're interested in turbo diving into disappointment they gobbins has chosen that they are not interested in any kind of anything other than whatever the fuck they're doing. Uh, and, you know, that's great and all. That was months ago, but it seems like they are really absolutely committed to just slouching towards mediocrity. And all anybody is going to remember at the end of this fucking thing is going to be, oh, wait, who won M2? And how many Titans does anybody have left over in a scarcity environment where Titans cost a lot? And you can and, come into 1DQ1, and if you don't pick a fucking Titan fight in 1DQ1, I don't, like, you know, the M2, I want to remind everybody, M2 happened because one of our heroic newbies managed to pause a jammer. They did not want to fight in M2. They wanted to do the jammer coward strategy that they have done this entire time. So we do want to make them trip over their skis and goose these guys and, and you know, mess them up. But we are doing that only in situations where they fuck up their coward strategy. And so if this ends up with a fizzle, because Gobbin says, if you're expecting a massive fight, then I'll think you'll be disappointed. The fizzle results in all anybody's going to remember is M2. I'm cool with it. That's, that's the point, though. Guys, think about, think about it this way. All right. Imagine you are in Pappy. I mean, and, and I, liked, I liked Mark's thing. Like, after you're done imagining that, wipe the drool off your chin. That was cute. I thought that was funny. Uh, imagine you're in Pappy. And you look back on over almost a year of war. What are the two things that everybody remembers? They remember the big Keepstar fights in NPC Delve where we suicided Ravens into that thing and made it and died and killed four of them in a row. They remember FWST, which was the Guinness World Record fight. Who Operation won that fight? Inho. Imperium. Mm -hmm. Then what do they remember next? M2. Who won that fight? Imperium. And you can't argue, you can say, well, the first fight, we, we traded pretty even. You know what? We won that. We won that. And you know what? That Keepstar lived a month after it should have been dead. And we won the next fight hands down, and everybody admits it. 
So the two most memorable things that this war will be remembered for are Imperium victories. It's because we're the fucking protagonists, baby. And it's so I just have to ask, like, guys, do you honestly think that if you guys don't come into 1DQ and you just decide you're going to sit here and wait for us, that somebody is going to be out there thinking in five or six years, you know, man, one of the best times I had in Eve was when we killed that 37th Crab Star they had in Dell. Man, that shit was great. <laughs> we sat there for a half an hour. And I was in my Titan now. It was so fucking cool. Nobody's going to say that. You guys got to come into 1DQ. If you don't do it, you're going to lose the war. Mint, and that's the bottom line. That, that one time where... I forget what you were doing. I think you might've been moving or something like that. And you were just like, Hey guys, you know, this is very early in the war. They, they were getting close though. They were starting to scratch Delve. Um, and you're like, you know, just hold, hold shit together for a week. I'll, I'll get, I think that's what was going on. I, but I don't remember uh, exactly what it was. You went away, came back, we had just mulched four keep stars on their anchor timers. It was insane. You know? I, I went to Michigan to have a week vacation for the first time. I was going to have a vacation of the course of this war. And it was, yeah, it was, it was like July ish or something. I, I don't know, whatever it was sometime in 2020, but fuck, I can't even remember. We were, we was. were rolling sticky and hundred dollar bills and burning it like an inferno. And it was unbelievable. You know, the entire strategy revolved around, are we out of money yet? No warping more dreads. Are we out of money yet? No. All right. Warping more dreads. And I remember after the second one, one of the finance guys was like, look, uh, y'all got to fucking cool it and like find a new way to blow up keep stars. Cause this shit isn't going to fly. And then on the next two, we spent triple the amount of money. To <laughs> it was like, you have no idea how foolish we are prepared oh to be. We, we are, we are prepared to be as foolish as is the limit of the capacities that we have. And, you know, I'm glad that the finance team like got with the program and figured out a way to make, I would like to say probably the only really successful war bond securitization program that any of the involved parties uh, got off the ground such that we could go back to being insane and just throwing dreadnoughts or whatever, you know, because sometimes you, you just say like, we just do what it takes. If you're not a little dick bitch coward, sometimes you say, all right, we're all in, right? Sometimes you just got to shove all your chips in the fucking table and play the way things pan out. Uh, and that's how we, that's me. how we roll. And, you know, then you ask finance to find a way to, to make the ISK work out and, and go from there. Uh, the impressive thing to me about those keep star kills is that, you know, we were, we were using dreadnoughts as ammunition. Like we had, yeah. um, ships are like ammo, the, man. The, the fleet commanders were like, you know, all right. Um, you and the dreadnought, you're going next. You're going into the meat grinder. You're going to last 60 seconds, but your job is to get that 60 seconds worth of damage in. <laughs> I like I am, I am one after the other, and the line of people, people lining ready up to be fired in next, never got any shorter. People were lining up to throw their dreads. I did it. I mean, I'll be honest. I, the two of the proudest moments I have during this war, besides all the meta shows that we've done and the 20 and like the 14 hour streams and stuff. I lost, I lost five Ravens over the course of that week in, uh, on, those, on the kills on those Keep Stars. I lost a Dread in FWST. I lost a Titan in M2. It's not about what I killed, it's what I lost. I was there. I put my dick on the table. We fought. I lost stuff. And we're still out here. We're still going. And that's, that, I think, is pretty, pretty considerable. And I think one of the things the, the Bads did not take, take into account is they honestly thought that 
as has happened in every major war before, one solid shove of these big, big groups will show they're, they're really just this rotted out core and it's a fake statue and it just is, it's hollow on the inside. And they came up and they pushed against something that was made of solid oak and we I haven't think, moved. I think there's a big uh, cultural difference between us and the rest of the game when it comes to capitals and supers. And you can see it in chat and you can see it in what Brisk is saying. And you can see it in the way that goons talk about, you know, how they lost a ship in a big fight. The, the reason that goons buy super capitals is so they can die gloriously in combat. Well, most of the rest of the game, the reason they buy super capitals is because it gives them social standing within their group. Yeah. I don't think you're nothing until you lost one. Don't count. Don't talk about how you have a Titan. Talk to me after you lost one. Exactly. Do you guys remember like in the, I, there was a moment where the fleet commanders or the super FCs who were, who were muscling us through the second or third one where I I'll, I'll never forget it where it, it maybe it was Asher or somebody like that turns to the group and it's like, all right, get the morose pilots up. It's their time. <laughs> and, and the dudes, the dudes who hadn't used their morose in 10 years leap off of the bench and are just like, put me in coach. I'm going into the blender. This, this thing hasn't been insured in over 10,000 days, but I'm going to thing has been keeping up space. I got to get rid of it. Oh my God. Yeah. So we, time it to was go nice. We wire. got to convert a bunch of those into uh, preferable ships, but it was funny. They had their day and it was pretty glorious to watch. Oh my god. All right, everybody. Yeah. We have come to uh come to the natural end, I think, of the show. We had a pretty solid week. We talked numbers, we talked about uh Ford's town hall and, and how much of a non-event it was. We talked a little bit about we talked a lot of shit. We talked a little bit about, you know, potentially what's gonna happen. I hopefully your your morale has been improved a little bit. We're ha I'm happy we had a show because I was worried that uh now this this war has been so boring. We've been running out of material, so I'm glad we had a we had enough herbs to blurf for this whole uh, hour. Made me nervous. Hey, baby, if you're expecting something massive, I think you'll be disappointed. <laughs> That's that like the best real. pickup line in the yeah. bar ever. Would you say that? Hey, baby, if you're expecting a, a, a massive fight, I bet you'll be disappointed. That's there a you fucking go. winning you line. Holy fuck, what a bunch of bitches. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he just said this. There was recordings. He said this. He chose to say these things in we public. Gotta get this, I, I didn't have time Are to you get the sound clips me? up for the show. Maybe we'll have them for next week. I but. mean, this should be framed. This is if anybody asks what Pappy is like, just have him listen to this fucking Gobbins Town Hall. It does what it says on the tin. It's a feature, not a bug. They're behaving exactly as they want to behave. <laughs> they are responsible for all of the little dick bitch cowardice shit that they have been doing. When they bring it, bad shit happens. I'm hoping that I make fun of them enough. Maybe they'll be able to find some balls. Maybe they should start wearing Snuggies on live TV too because it, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. Fuck this noise. Fuck these puppies. I'm good. We're done. There as we far go. As I'm and, and so my, my final word, do you guys have any final words? Nom nom, Burke, to end the show. I, I can say something here. Please just set us free. Whatever it is, <laughs> win, lose, or draw. Would you people get this fucking over with already? It's getting embarrassing. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Nom nom. I mean, kind of the same thing. Like every, this war ends in one DQ one way or another. It doesn't end until we get there. So, like, nobody is winning by dragging this shit out. Bring it, bitches.
All right, everybody, thank you for watching. This has been the Meta Show for Saturday, April the 24th. For everybody out there who says we give Villy a hard time, Gobbin, sorry, dude, it was your turn. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Talk we will see hit. you guys all next week, potentially. If anything, anything happens, we'll cover that. If not, uh, we should have a good we're gonna show We're going to do an economic special next on week, the guys, so be special. ready for that. We're going we're gonna to have a panel of guests. I will be wearing real clothes, not a Snuggie, and we're going to dive into this whole CPI thing. Somebody's going to try to put a real price on a fucking Titan so we can figure out what the fuck CCB is doing in the middle of all this. So, yeah, guys, thanks for watching, and we will uh, we'll do this next week. All right, everybody, have a good afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You stay classy. New week.